0: Good whiskey Alright, shit Welcome back Um, We both had to pee really bad Been drinking a long time The Steinloggers Went through And fuck. that liter can, man How good is that can? Bro, this fucking um Indian Ocean thing Just fucking Holy shit, Bulls I can't believe That there's a liter Worth of beer In this can One can, bro Fucking hell Bro, see your brother Oh family. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about yeah, the brother. To, yeah, he yeah, was. Um, so, your so younger brother.
1: So the younger brother, he's still in. He's, he's in England, bro. With my mom. My mom moved to England as well. She's still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she lives in England, and uh, yeah, she's she's a tough old girl. She's um, she's done her thing. She's she's retired there. She worked her fucking fingers to the bone, man. She's a nurse. So she's uh, she's she's doing well, man. Like Is she retired now? Or? She's retired, man. Thankfully, mm. luckily for her. Like, she'd never be able to do that in South Africa. Yeah, Like, yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck, she'd be in a horrible place right there. She's, was medically, she's broken. She's busted hips. She's both her hips replaced. No, she had, did she have both her hips? Both her knees, both both hips replaced, yeah. Elbows mm. busted. And, you know, just, so she's pretty much on a medical pension there now. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah, she'll fucked. live her dying days there, you know. Whereas if she was inside, they figure out, now she'd be fucked. Like she'd have no social security, no yeah. nothing. So she's doing well, man. She's she's good there. And, you know, we took the kids to see her there um, once because she was fucking dying and she was on her way out. And they said, hurry. And we fucking flew over and England's a bad place, bro. I couldn't yeah. live there, man. But bro, did you no. live there for a little while? No, no, no. no. I, I've only ever been there once. And that was to see her. Mhm. We all flew over, and uh, tough place, bro. Cold, damp, raining, resen- relentless grey, bro. Relentless fuck. grey. I couldn't do it, man.
0: Uh, I couldn't do it. Like, fuck, man. I've I've seen like stuff on social media about them like going out when it's what, like nineteen degrees, shirts right? off, yeah. getting sunburned, bro. The- <laughs> Yeah, they're they're on the beach with like a full full (laughs) suit on, like just the legs are rolled (laughs) up, eh, kind of thing. It's fucking hilarious, man. Meanwhile, look at us here, bro. It's a different culture too. Like it's a it's a big uh,
1: pub culture. Like always at the pub, drinking and eating at the pub, and alcohol's fucking cheap there, bro. Really? Yeah, man. And they sell it fucking everywhere. Every shop, every supermarket, you can buy beers, bro. Like cheap as fuck. Fuck. Yeah, it's cheap. Alcohol's cheap there, bro.
0: I didn't realise, man, it was cheap there.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that's pretty expensive in Perth is is, is, is alcohol. It's taxed to the roof.
0: Yeah, because a box of the Steinlager stuff back in New Zealand, was $20, man. That's 50
1: bucks, yeah, bro. Yeah,
0: it's like almost 60, man, for a That's a good beer, bro. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good beer, Do you drink the Tui? Do you like the Tui? Yeah, yeah, I've oh, had I Tui's had before. Tui. Yeah. Have you had Lion Red before? I haven't, no. Uh, Lion like Red, yeah. Lion Red—only true Kiwis will know, man. Is that is that proper that's, stuff. Um, well, you know um, the movie Once Were Warriors. I do. When they're all in the pub. Oh, the big brown bottles, bro. That's what—that's what's in the bottles. Lion Red. Lion Red. Man, that's a fucking awesome beer. I gotta but try some of that. People shit on it like, um, like it's uh, I think equivalent to Victoria Bitter here. See, I don't mind a VB though. Yeah. Like as long as it's fucking ice cold. Yeah, if yeah. If you have that warmer taste
1: fucking terrible but i I don't mind i don't mind it ice cold yeah Mm. i've had vb a couple
0: of times i don't know you don't know what did you think of the movie once 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 what do you reckon i wasn't allowed to watch it like because they used to air it on like um national tv like you know normal normal tv channels they used to air it like quite often and i didn't watch it until i was like i think 18 19 yeah it's pretty late yeah, because my parents wouldn't let me watch it. Because you know, you, you think about um, like Samoans come to New Zealand. Because my parents, yeah. my, my we all migrated from Samoa, right? They see this movie. They say, like, I don't think I'm gonna fuck. It. I don't want my kids to watch this fucking garbage. This no. is what happens in this country. You know what I mean? Don't want to share that. Yeah, yeah they don't yeah, want to yeah. share it with their kids. So, um, I didn't watch it till later on in life. And when I watched it, uh, it scared me. You know. Yeah, scared me. But then I knew that it kind of shit happened in our our own culture, yeah. like you know the whole, um, you know the ancestral yeah, incest kind of, of thing, and yeah, like you, it would have happened. South Africa, same y- story, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same yeah, thing Look,
1: you put alcohol yeah. into adults, mm. and and, and when you put children in the mix, it's gonna happen, right? mm. and it's fucked up. It should never happen.
0: Right? It is, and I think that, that like out of all of the out of that whole movie. That's the one aspect of it that I, I fucking hated. That it. that's the part I hated the most, man. Luckily, like I love the movie because it yeah. put it out there to to yeah. show people that, it's that this like is confronting. What yeah, yeah, yeah totally. and that's what it was for me—just confronting it. Yeah,
1: um, it's it was seriously confronting. I mean, you know, we got daughters,
0: mm. and you yeah, you, yeah. You, you think yeah. about you know
1: you think about Jack the Musk and that was the part I loved his reaction, like mm. the fact that he was strong enough to say "fuck you," you touch my daughter, yeah. I'll kill you, man. Like, he was the hero and the fucking villain, bro. Villain at the same proper, time, man. Proper. He was the most perfect man for that part. Yeah. How good was he, man? Yeah. He was good, bro. Yeah. Jake yeah. Damas. What a legend, bro. Yeah. Man, very confronting story, but have you read um, Mark Hunt's Super Summer and Mark Hunt's book? Dude, on Won't the list, fight, bro. On the list God, of I'll things read to read, bro.
0: Like, um, Fuck. I know people that grew up with him. Man, like, he's, I've, he's a beast. Bro, when I go back to back home, like this, I'm catching up with someone that um, knew him really well. Wow. Um, and they they used to work on the doors, like oh, as door Dancers, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they called this, like, he, he won't mind because no one will know what, what yeah. I'm talking about, right? Like his name <laughs> back then was Foots. 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 <laughs> but like the stories, because I used to work, I used to work at like, um like at a, ta- like at a university like yeah. uwa yep but i was like i led the security team there like years Sweet. ago in my early 20s and um i like, i started to recruit a team of doorman but but taught them like you know like corporate yeah the corporate world you want to be in the background quietly just doing yeah, thing. yeah yeah so they had that dormant mentality they knew how yep. to protect people knew how to look after themselves but I want to teach them, look, I want you to keep that mentality, but we're in the business world now. You know, we're yeah. not covered by covered by darkness and we can't punch people, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're out there, yeah. Yeah, like, so the size and all that was there. Like, all of us are big boys. We knew how to handle ourselves. We were, yep. you know, intimidating by, by sight. Yep. You know, you look at us and go, oh, fuck. But then we knew how to talk as well. Yeah. That's what I thought made really good security guards, especially right. at a university. It's all about that, bro. And this is de escalation. Like, yeah, bro. yeah. And like, um, the uh, I started to recruit people, and so there was a time, fuck it's hilarious. I, I haven't told this before. Well, my my wife knows. Like we had like, I reckon Auckland's like probably best doorman working at this university as a security team at one point
1: no way yeah
0: man and i I was just i remember sitting back one night and thinking fuck i recruited these cunts man
1: awesome bro but they're
0: so good at it man but yeah i i ended up leaving and moving on and stuff like that and then they sort of disbanded but i still keep in touch with all those doormen that's cool and these are the guys i'm gonna go back and see man and man like i'd love to have these guys in, in a conversation like this, fuck, bro, for that. them to tell their story, you know, man, they've got to have some stories, yeah. This guy foots bro, <laughs> he was known in Auckland like um like all the old school bouncers, the Dorman and that. Even my because I got into the the uh, the Dorman game because my older brother was um was a lead 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 hand on one of the um, nightclubs back in Auckland. A guy who knows a guy. Yeah, yeah, and he got me in. He taught me like taught me the ropes and. You know, that sort of stuff, and he he was well known as well. Like my my brother, like fuck some people up, man. You know, um, I uh, I didn't like to see that side of him, but it came out almost every right. weekend because people like to test big big guys. You I know, I feel you, man. The scars yeah. on my head, hey, man. You, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my brother was telling me stories about this guy Foots, and I was like intrigued, eh? Because you know you hear like. Whole rugby teams would turn up to a door and test the bouncer me yeah. A whole fucking rugby team, man. You know what it's like, you Bro, know. I a do. rugby team out yeah. on the piss, you know. Of course like,
1: yes. No one's gonna stop us. Yeah,
0: but, yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like you are sizing up this door man. Eh? Yeah. Like you're, you know, yeah. you're doing his thing, you're like, you know what, man, let's make a name for ourselves. Let's fuck this cunt up. Anyway, fuck. this guy Foots like I've 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 heard stories of him taking out like like a f- front row. Bang. by himself man in Damn. front of like a whole line of like um patrons trying to come in the door he'd stop what he was doing people were testing him like calling him out bro you think you're all that kind of fuck? come on man bring it bring it
1: that's the yeah, worst thing you can what do, you can do. <laughs> yeah
0: but i've heard of him cleaning up man nice um and i worked with this guy like um we ended up being on the same level like i was a supervisor and i was a night shift supervisor he was a daytime supervisor and just some of the stories you'll tell me about oh, yeah. fuck and just people test them people could be idiots eh? yeah fuck, yeah yeah especially stupid. in that yeah. in that scene you know like testosterone um, so and alcohol bro. yeah alcohol thing, man. and money too man people try flex like oh look at all this I'm cool I'll shout the whole fucking you know like, and
1: you know that's the one thing I've always loved about Mark Hunt Mm. like he's such a humble dude yeah. like yeah. bro i told you i, I messaged him actually because i followed him from his pride in japan days yeah yeah I, yeah. I messaged him on 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 messenger on facebook and he fucking replied bro What is this? thanks bro because i said because it was when he was retiring hanging up and he was had his beef with the ufc mm. and he said that's it this is my last fight and i messaged him i said bro you're a legend i've followed you i've loved your fights i enjoy your retirement you're a fucking man and he replied brother thank you thanks bro yeah, wow. legit, he replied. I was pumped, man. I was so stoked. And now, and now I now follow him. I watch I watch him and he's a family man, bro. Yeah. But yeah. you read his book, bro, and mm. like the reason I asked about the once for Warriors is that his book goes down that road, bro. Yeah. Like like I can his only imagine. like his sister was abused by his mm. dad and like and like the whole culture and like jail and whatever and the yeah. kickboxing saved them k1 like exercising yeah. saved the man he got out of it and and he just he just wanted a better life for his family and like himself and like fuck he's he's a man he's a legend bro yeah and could you imagine that dude walking around tokyo oh fuck man, he's yeah, a goddamn yeah. man yeah, yeah. they fucking they they man they love that dude and and he I mean, he's a humble dude like you, and he yeah. he treats everybody the same, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't matter how much you got, how much you don't got,
0: and he treats people the same. And they, people feed off that. They can mm. see that. Yeah, they can see that. Like, you fuck. know, the way you carry yourself, you're cool, you know, until things aren't, you know? Bro, he could bang. Yeah. Fuck. fuck. I loved watching his fights, man. Yeah, he could fight, bro. Bro, your favourite fight of all time,
1: of his, Bro, there's, there's a lot of them. I was... It wasn't his. It was probably the UFC one in Brisbane when he fought. Um, oh yeah, yeah. When he fought um, the Brazilian um, big, um, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a five-round fight, mm. and it was actually a draw. Oh. And for the first time in the history of all fights, he pretty much they got the judges got that right. That was a legit draw, and there was a proper fight. They banged mm. each other. There was blood everywhere. I, I liked that one, but I also I liked some of those big fucking walkout, no like luck knockout. Yeah and knockouts Mm. he could throw those over hand rights but in japan i liked him fighting in japan yeah his fight with steeper i mean not with steeper with uh (sighs) balls, man man! i watched the documentary about Crocop the other day Mm. when he was a kid yeah like when he was a teenager growing up you should have seen him Fuck, it was awesome like i've seen a couple of his documentaries but the one where he was stood when he was young when he was like you could see him like as a wiry teenager Fuck man, he had shit then.
0: Fuck man, yeah, I think he's a killer. I've I've talked to you about him and his son, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. His
1: son's fucking gonna be competing. Fuck, bro, that's
0: gonna be deadly. Yeah, yeah, man. Bro, Do we know who won the fight today yet, bro? It's tomorrow. Con oh, McGregor fuck I thought it was Sunday today Nah it's Saturday oh, bro
1: The curse bro, of the bro. shift work I don't know what this, day of the weekend This, week this fucking it. whiskey's been hitting No again. no bro I don't <laughs> know what day of the weekend is I'm like I'll go back to work on Monday So I don't know
0: what day oh, of the weekend is bro Are you so on? It's tomorrow Yeah it's tomorrow Day shift it's on tomorrow. Monday Yeah. Um, when I was at the, up at the gym The boys are talking about going kind to of varsity bar To go watch it For tomorrow? Yeah what yeah What time is it? Well, prelims start at eight o'clock. Nah, you don't want to see the prelims. No, nah, but, but I, I, I don't even want to be out in public to watch it. To be honest, I don't either. Nah, I stay away from that. So I mean, that's tomorrow. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I gotta get the UFC fight pass, man. I reckon around eleven thirty, twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's uh, like all the fights on that card you want to see, man. You do. Yeah. yeah, there's some big ones on there. There's some big fights. Mm, good, good fights. Who do you reckon's gonna win? <laughs> I. I kind of want um, Dustin to win. Me too. because Me too. Okay, like, yeah. He's real, bro. Yeah, he's real. Uh, he's well, got f- he's yeah. charitable. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's knowledgeable. He's bro, humble. And, like, you know, if you look at the interviews uh, with him and McGregor from their second fight where he knocked him out, yeah, like, yeah. like, cold. They were cool. It was cool. And all yeah, of a sudden. fuck, no, like he's gone the other way. Yeah, yeah, McGregor's sort of like. I
1: think he's trying to sell tickets. Yeah, um, I get it, man. But I th- to be honest, I think as a part of him, he can't help it. Yeah. He wants to, he wants to be in the limelight, he wants to be in the spotlight, he wants but that I mean that's just I suppose that's their culture and that's him and it's his nature. Cause you look at guys like when did Mark Hunt ever throw trash talk? Mm. Ever. Never, man. He's like, we're both gonna get in the ring, I'm gonna yeah. knock him out, yeah. and we're gonna go home. Simple. That's none of this fucking, fucking hate they? his girlfriend, hate his fucking yeah.
0: mom, his mother his this, is yeah. whatever. Yeah. But man, like, and I think that's why what what makes him so you know, because people love to ha- fucking hate him. Yes. You know, people and want then, to see him get yeah. knocked out. And then that makes people buy the tickets. And then yep. when they see him knock... it's knocks. a scary industry, bro. Yeah, it it's is fucking man. scary. And it's I'm keen
1: to see what happens in the next five to 10 with regards to CTE and the UFC. Mm. I reckon they've lawyered up and they've fucking got those boys to sign proper contracts because yeah. you know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah it was a yeah. kid who fucking went out on, uh, on the media recently about a CTE. He's got fucking dementia. Already.
0: Really? Yeah, man. Fuck, I've got to send it to you. How old is he? What's his name? Bro, he's fucking 40. Fuck. Um, I'll tell you who has CTE oh. and gives it to other people. is fucking Francis and bro. <laughs> bro, how good was his story? Oh, you told me. Yeah, I told I you, bro, it, You I need I watched to it, listen bro. to it. Bro. Yeah. You know what?
1: If that dude rocked up and said, I'm raising money for my village, I'd donate tomorrow. Mm. Like, what an absolute ambassador. Yeah what a legend bro story see where he is right now he's back in Cameroon he's been like eating local food opening (sighs) businesses opening gyms helping people yeah what a good human being Mm. the fucking world needs more people like that guy man hey
0: but how do we get more of him out
1: there man you know
0: what I mean Uh, I don't know there's this
1: endless need of greed bro people just wanna people want to get ahead of everybody else. Mm. They want to put somebody else down to make themselves feel better. And they want to... I think that improves themselves. Instead of... If we boost the next dude and he does well, that helps everybody. Why wouldn't you want to...
0: Just bringing each other up, man. Yeah, man. And it could be as easy as, man, you look good today, man. Or... You've been doing, man. You've been working hard. Shit, look at your shoulders, bro. Yeah. You know, like simple things like that. Eh? I don't think
1: there's enough of that. I think, but also people, people become pretty like self-involved, and it's about themselves. But I think the world's got that way because the way the corporate world's gone, and it's yeah. kind of like shoved this need for people to have stuff, yeah. and like you know, you you, know, you want the best. This you got to have. This you got to mm. have that. Because I mean. Do we really need all this stuff? Like, how much of this stuff do we need? Yeah, You need a roof over your head. Mm. You need some modest transport. You need to clothe yourself. You need to have some education. Mm. You need a bit of health. And fucking really, what else do you need? Like, you know, there's all this extra stuff.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I think we just get lost in trying to accumulate shit or things, you know? It's, it's, man, yeah. the whole island idea fucking
1: appeals to me. Bro. Yeah, well, Continue I told you earlier. To hey? <laughs> we were talking
0: about it earlier. I think uh, maybe give us I another that. ten years. I'm gonna fuck off to an island with my wife, bro. And I think she loves that idea too. Bro, I think I that's do, we're, we're, we're going to retire. Well, I was telling you
1: about uh, Geronia, who was uh, who, who we met uh, with Joey back in the old days at the old mm. box, and he and he took his family back to the Cook Islands as well, and like see some of the posts and some of the stuff he's doing, and he just like living off the land and just yeah. being. Can you
0: imagine it's, do you do you see how fucking silly that is like if you're an alien watching what we're doing right fuck yeah like you look at humanity we started as neanderthals like right creating fire okay. living off the land we got all this fucking technology we got cell phones we got fucking towers and yeah, buildings. we got all the like, shit like we went towards technology and now everyone wants to get away from it you know, like, it's weird. You get in these caravans mm. and you go and hide yeah. in the bush for a couple yeah. of weeks. I know we're trying <laughs> to go
1: back to what we started. You <laughs> that's know, it's right. Be fuck.
0: <gasps> does it, does it amaze you, man?
1: The aliens, would be, the aliens yeah. would be like, oh, man. But uh, also, there's something about, because, man, I love to cook. Like, that's like my thing. That's yeah. my other hobby, bro. But, like, you look at this natural sort of existence where, Cooking was survival, like oh, creating yeah. food and creating, yeah. you know, nourishment was survival, and like that idea of living in an island or on an island or somewhere where you can, you can just live off the land and cook healthy, good food, yeah. like good fresh seafood and fresh vegetables, yeah. and f- you know, like mm. good animal that's off the land, and fuck, that's so appealing man, to me,
0: man. And there's there's no like, you know, what I mean, if you were living that lifestyle, right, like living off the land, and you know, you're Cultivating your own food And all that sort of jazz Right You don't need You don't need to You don't need someone To inspire you To be better No You know You don't need vitamins In your life Because you don't You know You're what I mean Getting it out of the earth
1: Man <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. And you don't need Anything processed Yeah you d- you, There's no middleman. Mm. That's the part That's appealing to me bro Yeah Like cooking Just cooking off the land And just healthy Normal food And fire Yeah Cooking with fire There's something about fire man Bro, it's it's the African TV, bro. <laughs> it's called the Af- We call yeah. it the African TV. Like you gotta have a fireplace, bro. You know what? You I gotta have a flame. That's that's that fire to, uh, that's fire. That's the TV stare to us as well. the fire, bro. Yeah. Just, that's mesmerizing. Mm. It it's so primal, bro. It's warmth. Mm. It's um. It's you know. It's just warmth. It's protection. It's cooking, yeah. and it's entertainment. You mm. can fucking stare at that thing all night. Yeah. And it makes you think about today. It does. Yeah, it does. I miss. I and look. I'm, yeah, that's the one part of Africa I miss is that African bushfire experience. You know, being in the bush, having a fire, just in the jungle, just like African style. That's it's it's it is. It's something I do miss about South Africa.
0: Yeah, um, is the fire. But you know, I, can, I cook lots of food on the fire here. <laughs> I think that's why the, the smoker is, is your thing man oh like and man. charcoal stuff Like, charcoal, m- bro I love yeah. it yeah it's it's a thing you know um, we never we never cook with gas in
1: South Africa the first time I ever had a gas barbecue is when you moved to Perth we never because sure. it wasn't a thing it was always charcoal yeah and flame you never, you never cook with gas
0: gas is convenient but the smoker is just another level bro fuck I'm loving that smoker yeah oh, I'm loving that man, smoker man if it wasn't for you I wouldn't I wouldn't be in there. oh man mm.
1: Yeah, well, let's share the love. We're gonna mix it around, and I've got my other mate into it as well. He's taking off. He loves fucking. He just cooks everything on the smoker as well, and it's the bomb, man! It's so the bomb. Like, what what kind of smoker have you got at home? I've got the Pit Boss, brother. Yeah, the early the early version of the Pit Boss. Yeah. What else uh, do you have? You got a couple of different um, things eh? Yeah, so <laughs> I've got I've got a charcoal kettle, uh, 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 a Weber, just a normal Weber charcoal kettle bra, and. um mm. I've got a gas Weber, which is the little baby Q, which is the like the emergency. I need to cook something now, or <laughs> take it camping, or it's raining, or yeah. it it does it does awesome steak on there as well. um But yeah, the the smoker is where I do most of the stuff, man. You I know? love cooking, man. That's yeah. that's my and I you know cooking's like I, I have my process. It's kind of like work. You know, I'm setting up to do something. I get all my ingredients. I do all my stuff. I plan what I'm gonna cook. I work out the times. And I just enjoy cooking, man. My kids love food as well. So it's a it's a, it's a cultural family thing too, mm. like you, know, Yeah, yeah. Cooking and feeding the family, it's... I don't know. I think it's one of the best things a man can do, you know? Yeah. Provide, but also cook for your family, you know? Yeah, like yeah. feed your family. Like it's cool, man. Like you, you're growing them. Like, I mean, my kids are huge, man. I've put all that food into them. <laughs> you've cooked for them. You've created... Yeah, yeah. And it's healthy stuff, mm. man. You know, just... Yeah. But like... Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the
0: restaurant game, you know. I wouldn't mind going out of there occasionally yeah. or whatever, but oh, I love cooking at home, man. Yeah. When I had a lot of time like to cook at home, I'd I'd like tell them to sit down and then we'd talk while I, oh, I'll yeah. cut up the garlic, you know, and I'll cut up the, I'll nice. dice up the onions and then throw it in and then we'd talk, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, uh, I think our ancestors must have done it a lot. The the whole, right. you know, because like I feel comfortable doing that shit. It's got to be part of the. It's part like of I'm the I'm not a good cook, but like I just follow shit and I look at something. And go, oh, I'll try that today, and then I cook it, and it comes out fucking fabulous. You know,
1: bro, you got a hand, then you got it. Because yeah. some people follow the recipe and it
0: tastes like shit. <laughs> I know some dudes that well, can't cook. Oh man. man, that's most fucking restaurants now, eh?
1: Yeah, it's just. I think for, food, food to me is like uh cooking. Is like a, it's 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 it's, uh, it's part science. Mm. But it's art, bro. Yeah. Like you know, I've I didn't follow recipes in the early days because I didn't mm. like when I when I, I started I learned to cook when I was young because my parents were never at home. Yeah. And I would I stepped in and started cooking to make shit happen. You know, yeah. I've got two brothers. My oldest brother couldn't fucking cook. He used toast and beans and shit. The youngest one was too young. So I fucking stepped in and I started cooking. And it was a necessity. Yeah. And then when I left school and I was on my own, I had to fucking figure out how to create protein to feed my body. I was playing rugby. I was, it was all about the least amount of money, the most amount of healthy calories with mm-hmm. the least amount of ingredients. Yep. So those recipes that I made evolved over time that I still use to this day, bro. Yeah. I can feed my whole family for like nine yeah. bucks, bro. For like two days. Because <laughs> like, there's leftovers for that, tomorrow, bro. That in and of itself is a fucking art as oh, well. Oh, man. Yeah. But it's yeah. just, yeah, I don't, I don't like wasting food. So we cook and whatever's left, I'll turn into something
0: else tomorrow, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got it, man. Leftovers is a good thing, man. Fuck, man. We do the same too, man. You got to, You got to yeah. recycle the food. Yeah, yeah. Because it's also teaching your kids that you know shit, man. This stuff doesn't grow on trees, and it's free. we no, can't just free. click our fingers and have someone cook shit for us. Like, that's right. like you know, you got to make it last. Like I think that's
1: again, like I said, part of the whole culture that's a problem mm-hmm. now is the kids don't see it. You know, you know, you know what's been happening lately. Yeah, my man. son's got his mates over, right? Yeah, it's holidays they're steeping over. Yeah, and I'm fucking in bed. You know, Mrs. is at work. It's yeah. like ten o'clock at night, and the fucking doorbell rings. What the fuck? I'm like, Colin, what's going on? He goes, Oh no, we just got some Uber Eats. I'm like, but I fed you an hour ago, man. He goes, Oh no, we're hungry. No, my mate, my mate's, uh, you know, my mate's over, he's hungry, he's, he's just ordered Uber Eats. It's so easy for kids now, bro. They got a phone, yeah, yeah. you want fucking anything. You just push a button, boom, it arrives, man. And it's junk food, bro. Yeah, it's fucking garbage, man. Exactly, but yeah. you can get it by pushing a button. You don't have to leave your fucking house, bro. Whereas I cooked you. A fucking spaghetti bolognese. You ate. Yeah, no, my my buddy wants fucking Maccas. <laughs> and fucking Uber Eats.
0: It's become a thing yeah, bro. Like yeah. and I think it's the, it's become the normal. Yeah. It's choice too, man. Like, you know, like fuck, man. People oh. have a choice. Spoilful like, spo- spo- choice. Dude, I'll give you an example, right? Like me and my wife, we've we've been trying to like we're in holiday mode basically, yeah. We're in holiday mode and we're ready to go back home and see your family. Yeah. We've just been chilling. First time in ages we've been been able to like spend like an hour each night to sit down, okay, let's watch something. Awesome. Bro, we go we we click through Netflix, I don't I can't I don't know how to decide what the fuck to watch. (laughs) There's There's so much much choice, man. So much, bro. Bro, and that's just Netflix. There's fucking Stan, there's Disney, there's there's even choices on top of choices here. Yeah, it's crazy. There's too much. When when you're in um South Africa, right, as a kid. Did you guys, how many channels did you have on TV? Fucking three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ABC 1, 2 and 3. Yeah,
0: I'll tell and you. And then that.
1: TV 4 came along and it was the
0: business. Oh, bro. Man. We had Fucking three channels, bro. I swear to God, the same thing happened in New Fuck. Zealand. We were like um, like channel one, two, three. Yeah. Sometimes depending on your reception or which angle you're fucking, <laughs> your fucking, yeah, your busy. dish was facing, yeah. you'd get channel 4, which was Moldy ma- TV, which was yeah. Maori TV, right? Yeah. Like just moldy ma- programs and stuff like that, but bro they decided for you whatever that's right whatever was on yeah whatever was playing at that time you're fucking watching this shit you're watching now netflix
1: bro Bro. i like it though because i mean i do like having some choice and some variety but i think the good thing about netflix which i think is such a cool thing yeah how much has it done for those actors that weren't in big movies yeah you know and you think like middle middle earners sort of that are just there just there that need work and boom netflix came all of a sudden dude bang, they're yeah, out there, man. Yeah. Um, 100%. Like, it gives them working. Eh? Bro, you were talking about your your bouncer mates and a couple of the dormant. Yeah. There was a series I watched recently, and it's a bit, it's it's pretty topical. Yeah. Because um, it's current, like, it's about a virus, right? So it's the pandemic type stuff. Yeah. The the, the show is called Toothless. Okay. And it's a bit silly. Like, it's, it gets a bit silly in the end, but essentially... Is it a reality TV then? Or no, 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 no. it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's... it's Fiction, so, but basically it's about a woman in a lab creating viruses, doing research for vaccines, Mm. military takes over, they create a different virus, the virus spreads, kills the earth, kills people. (laughs) It's fucking COVID. But in the process of creating this virus, they were doing some testing, they created a different kind of human and they called them hybrids. And they were to take on different animal traits. So this kid's got fucking—he's a deer animal. He's got deer fucking antlers. He's got I good think ears. I've fucking seen this? So, but the the cool part—we talk about the doorman. Like yeah. right towards the end, they're on this train and this big fucking Kiwi fellas on this train, and he's a fucking—he looks like he's come straight out of a fucking bouncem. He's a doorman. He's a big dude. Yeah. But he's got a big heart, and he's fucking helps this mate because they used to be mates together. And think about Netflix. Mm-hmm. Would that guy ever featured in a major movie? Probably not. But now he's yeah. fucking—he's famous. He's on a Netflix series, bro, and he's probably going to be on the next one. Yeah. There were a couple of Kiwis in that series, actually, oh, and uh, yeah. a South African dude as well. The South African guy was the was the baddie. He was the one baddie, and then there's obviously American actors and whatever. But like, it's because there's so much content, yeah. They need more actors, therefore mm. more people have an opportunity.
0: Very true. It's so
1: cool, actually. Yeah. Like, and then those guys will break into big movies eventually. I reckon.
0: Yeah, from from this, yeah, from the Netflix, didn't they? Man, but it's good and bad, eh? It is too. Everything is like. Too guess, much choice is yeah, always bad for you. If, you bad, got, yeah.
1: if you've got too much choice, what do you do? You're like, fuck. Yeah. You know, when you've got
0: too much choice, you complain. I think you're right. Yeah. Kids are like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> where I was going with this, you know? Like, my kids are the same. They like, oh, go, bro, my, my, like, we've got PS4, PS5, like, all these fucking, all these different mediums with little. The fucking latest graphics in the universe, right? And my kids want to play like Minecraft, which is yeah. basically different colored tissue boxes <laughs> yeah. interacting put together. With it. Yeah, yeah, put fuck. together. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Damn. You've got like VR. You've got basically virtual reality shit. You could jump into another fucking world if you wanted to. And now to, you want to play with the and fucking to, Minecraft. You want to play with like tissue
1: boxes playing with yeah. each other. You know? I, do th- I, th- I do, you nailed it though. I do think too much choice makes you fucking so complacent because mm. you've got so much. You've got everything. Because yeah. to be honest, as kids, and I, I, we, we all start to sound like our parents and our grandparents by saying when I was young or, you know. Yeah. But essentially, we grew up very differently. Yeah. And. When you got bored you had to find shit to do mm-hmm. and our, we we purposely the mama says I purposely find a place and a time where our kids can get bored we take all the shit away we want them to be bored they need to be creative find mm-hmm. something to do yeah. do something figure it out mm-hmm. go and draw something go and my little dude's very artistic bro like yeah, he's got yeah. such skill I love the way he draws man and mm. it's good. Mm. Their brains can, you know, you don't need a screen to fucking occupy yourself or watch a movie or, you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, I think, to be honest, that's the ge- that is the generational challenge. Mm. for 20, the, the 21st century is going to be how this generation of kids, not the fucking millennials who are already causing all this fucking leftist bullshit that's happening in the world right now, <sighs> but it's the, oh, it's the kids that are 10, mm. 8 to 10, 5 to 10 now that are going to grow into that what is the world going to be like for them yeah. and how very true because it's going to be handed to them bro. Mm-hmm. and then you know we're going to be grandparents by then but how are they going to respond and how are they you know how are they going to be scary mm. bro it fucking worries me man it's man. one of the things i worry about
0: <laughs> like, you know it's funny like there's a couple of years between us here like i worry yeah. about the same fucking things i think it's because our kids are the same age hmm would well, you deal, worry about their future, Yeah, I worry about the same things yeah. that you're worried about because of the, you know, our right. kids, you know. How to keep them on the straight and narrow, I think is, a, you know. Because the problem is, like, with too much choice, you can get carried away. Like, you can find something that might be interesting to you but yeah. might, might be bad. You know what I mean? Yep. We because were talking about it earlier. Totally. You can stumble across stuff. You can you stumble should, across yeah. something and go, ooh, and then it might pique your interest yeah. a little bit. And then you jump down that rabbit hole, and that takes you down... Another rabbit hole. Another man. rabbit hole. Yep. And that leads somewhere else, and that leads somewhere else. And that might be, like, might be an addiction to porn or some shit like yeah. that, you know? You could get addicted to that at, like, 14 years old now. Scary. Even younger than that, you There's know? There's too much access. Yeah, it's just yeah, just it's And bad. it's just so
1: fucking easy, man. <sighs> it is so... Well, look at that. Oh, you don't have to leave your house and you can get yeah. anything you want.
0: Right. Anything, because you've got interweb. You know, you know what, man? What, what? I've been looking at a lot of shit and just thinking about where we're going as fucking society but I don't like talking about it because it's a hot topic like people yeah. will jump on it and go oh you're fucking wrong about this. Anyway, I think think about it. You know if you really wanted to be a piece of shit, you could just stay in your bed and yeah. everything will come to you. It's fucking doable. You could work, you could eat, you could sleep and shit That's without right. even moving. Fuck. You know what I mean? It's scary, bro. Yeah, it's man. All you needed was like all you need right now is a fucking remote control that controls the angle of your bed. That's right. And you need a button to press to open a open a hatch with your so asses and you can shit out. The, you know, you know what I mean? You could that's just right. stay in the same place for the rest of your life.
1: Brian, but the
0: world is full yeah. of fucking
1: amazing places. How could you not want to travel yeah. shoes and see shit and move around
0: and because, do stuff? Yeah, because it can be brought to you, I think. It's scary,
1: man. Yeah. I, I, it's, that's the problem. Again, it's part of the entitled generation too because mm. it's, you know, it's deserving. I deserve it. I should get it. It's mine. Yeah.
0: It's, kids have got a different I, view on things because they don't, how hard did they have to work for stuff? And that's something that you talked about earlier as well. Like, um, how do we make them see how hard it was for us to get here? You know, how, how, do you, to,
1: how do they value what they've got? But yeah. also, how do they value what you did to get them to have what they have? hmm uh, to look to be honest, bro. Like yeah. I, I see how you are with your kids and and your family, and I think, like all teenagers, they go through a phase where they had their parents and they fucking their brains are developing or whatever. But if you give them a good grounding and you look and you look mm. after their needs in the beginning and know that you understand yeah. and you're there, they'll come back. Yeah, they'll come back. Sixteen, yeah. seventeen, eighteen, and then one day, like they'll be like, Dad,
0: thanks for all you did. They will. They got it. Some of the, like, uh, the biggest thing I worry about is how long will it take them to come back and realise. I oh, know, you don't want them to slip into that yeah, yeah. wrong group, huh? Like, you know, you want to give them the freedom to be able to move around, like, make those bad choices, cool, I'll uh, get yeah. it. But you also want, you know, and it's about them, when, when they have that turning point in their life where they realise, fuck, man, my dad, he broke his back for us, you know? Yeah. It might be when they're breaking their back for their kids and they're going to go, fuck, dad yeah, did but, more for me. Jeez. Uh, you know what I mean? Are you alive then? Or <laughs> yeah, Are, are they 55 then? That's yeah, true. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's, that's you want to have that time with them yeah,
1: when they realise, yeah. man, I want to have the time. And I, look, my oldest, you know, he, I think he's at that point where he's, he's kind of, like he's got a job now. Mm. So now he's working mm. and now he's realising, mm. dad goes to work and then comes back the next day. I've got to work for three hours. Yeah, mm. I could see him. He's doing the calculations. Yeah, yeah. He's like mm. for shizzle Mom's at work, dad's yeah. at home, and then yeah. dad comes home, and then mom goes to work, and then they swap. Mm. So everyone's working. I can see it's affecting him. It's good. Mm. It's a good thing. It is a good mm. thing. Um, and I think having having some sort of a job as a young kid does teach them something. Maybe teach them money. Maybe teach them that nothing's free. Yeah, because nothing's free, bro. No, there's nothing free. in this world is free. There's nothing in this, you know, smile's free,
0: but like, you know, there's nothing in the world that's free. You know what's free, though? You know what is free? 100% free? Yeah. It's compliments, man. They are. Mm. Things you say to people are free. True.
1: That guy had to make a choice. Yeah. He had to make a choice to say those
0: compliments, mm, you know. Mm. You could sell them, or you could give them for free, right? You can give them for free. And like... Where I was going with that is that people sell those. Yeah. You know? Instagram fucking shit. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. But uh, my you know, what I do for a living, right, I coach, right? Yep. And I You're I, a good coach too, bro. Oh, thanks, man. But what I'm trying to say is I try and give as much as I can. Yes, you guys pay for it, right? But I try and outside of outside of that. I try and communicate and give you guys as much as much as I can because I I don't know I think I hope that one day I hate money man me too me personally I hate money that's why I'm terrible with it that's why I need my wife to be an accountant to (laughs) deal with me because I'm so fucking terrible she's got your back yeah man she she knows how much I hate (laughs) money and I have trouble charging people for time yeah you know you know what I mean? Just because I want to, I hate, I hate money. And that's my personal relationship with it. I feel you, man. Yeah. yeah. But I feel that our compliments can be free. They know? can, but, you know but here's I mean? the thing, bro.
1: There's nothing worse than an insincere compliment. And that's something that you don't do. Mm. You've never given me a compliment. I've never seen you give somebody a compliment about something they're doing. That that's not true. Because, because, like because there's nothing worse than being, good job, Johnny. Fucking bullshit. His yeah, uh, fucking back's fucking round and his legs yeah. are fucking bent. What the fuck? <laughs> like, there's nothing worse <laughs> than it. In, and that, mm. that's probably my pet hate. There's something I hate the most is insincerity.
0: Yeah.
1: To me, because it's, it's being dishonest. So, dishonesty is right in there, too. If you're insincere and you're telling somebody something that you don't truly believe, fuck mm. you. You're a liar. Yeah. So, hundred, you yeah, know, exactly. you don't do that. So, but there are people that do. Yeah. And you're right, they do sell it. Yeah, and they sell it, man. And that's they fucking sell it. People lap that shit up too though. Everybody mm. wants to be told they're great. Yeah. You know that. And that's yeah. I think that's part of the problem. And we're in that generation where if kids don't get told they're amazing, they fucking cut themselves.
0: Mm. It's terrible. And you know what's you know what's what's even worse about that? They cut themselves, they get attention. That's right, and, and they they get that compliment from the person. That, you know what I mean? It's self reinforcing and fucking it's fucking cycle, bro. And it's know, hectic, man. It,
1: it's hectic. Look, there's there's a lot to be said about yeah. um, about you know this idea of s- mental strength and like coping with adversity. Because mm. to be honest, kids don't have a lot of adversity today. Mm. They don't. Yeah. And when adversity comes, how do they deal with it? That's my biggest worry with my kids too. They haven't struggled, so when shit gets hard, how they're going to cope? Mm. So as a parent, you've almost got to put obstacles in their way to condition them to know that they've got to be Mm. fucking. They can they handle some struggle? Yeah, because our kids don't have struggle, bro. Come on, man. man. They got everything.
0: They got everything. You know, like a struggle for us was moving. Fucking fuck. country Bro that was hard right. work eh? yeah, yeah And the hardest thing These guys will get Is like Oh the fucking internet's Not working <laughs> Dad there's no Wi-Fi I get Did you pay the bill t- This month dad What the, the f- fuck man
1: What the fuck is Dad the internet's Slow at the moment I'm like Oh my god fuck. I know. Yeah that is a struggle Or like oh, Man do we really Have to have roast chicken Again <laughs> tonight I'm like
0: <laughs> The fuck yeah, like,
1: what Do you like eating Chicken you we lucky you got oh, chicken. It was fucking beans on toast for me.
0: Yeah. Oh man. I I had a conversation with someone about about that about because like he, like like I said like I just said to you like my biggest thing is making them appreciate what we've done for them. Yeah. And some advice I got from somebody. I don't, I don't name name names on podcasts, man, because people <laughs> get offended. Like, oh, did you fucking talk about me? Oh, yeah, precious. Whatever. Um, some advice I got was, yeah, that's that's how you're parented, you know, and that doesn't work for this this period in time. Why? <laughs> exactly. You Why know? doesn't it work? Yeah, well, me pretty, I, I don't see how that won't work because they need to see how to appreciate shit, right? Yeah. When our whole society is built upon getting everything instantly, yeah, that instant gratification of stuff, you know? Fuck bro, it's, bro, it's brutal. It's we never uh, bro, you know, um fuck I'll share something with you, man. Like me and my dad never had the best relationship, but even me and my mum, because mm. I'm the youngest in the family, the sun shone out of my out of the oldest. Brother's ass Like he could Never do anything wrong Fuck I feel you bro So we had to follow in his, in his footsteps Kind of thing right He went to university Got double degrees Did the whole thing And then he ended up Fucking off They looked at My other brother And you know Step up Johnny It's your turn Yeah you better <laughs> You better make university You Three degrees now You know He sort of followed He went to university Didn't do the same thing Anyway And then got to me And they were like Ugh, You know That kind of thing Yeah like, we're wasting our time with this guy <laughs> I never had the best <laughs> relationship with me Fuck My parents And even like I didn't get What what I was saying is I never got gratification on my dad Like I never got a oh, son I'm proud of you Until Fuck. I was like 33 That's fucked up bro yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. you on that same thing bro But yeah like you know And that was after My kids were like probably 10, 15 at the time And this but. wasn't too long ago yeah. Like uh, my dad. That's too late, bro. Like yeah. He, but you prepared. needed that when you were a kid, bro. But, you know, like if you think about it, eh, like it's exactly what we're trying to teach our kids, like perspective. Yeah. And, uh, and und- it, I understand, like he would have went through twice as much as we went through to move here. Totally. Totally. And, and
1: I I sp- it is perspective and I understand that too. Mm. But I think probably, you know, you talk about lessons that you learn from your parents and I learned from my dad not to be a husband I learned mm. from him how not to be a father yeah because of the, what he did and the way he did things mm. like he was no good to my mom man he was terrible man yeah like and I did dude I could never hit my wife I could never mm-hmm. she could do anything I could never fucking hit her yeah never I saw my dad my mom and I'm like you fucking he was bigger than me man my mother's half my size she's tiny I'm like you fucking coward you know, like he, he was just... But it was a lesson nonetheless. And it's a good lesson. And it's the one thing my mother always says, and I and i, and I don't like it because she she always said she stayed around for us. And I'm like, fuck it, you shouldn't have stayed around because it was worse for us to see that shit. She's like, no, but at least I know you won't hit your wife. And I'm like, okay, well, fair enough. But, like, we still learn the lesson mm. you know, from your parents. And you learn... Mm. What is good and what is bad, but like still I think that if kids have it completely all their way and it's all good, it, it's still not gonna be roses. They've got to have some adversity. Kids mm. need to know that it's not all gravy because man, when the first time their girlfriend breaks up with them, then they're it's in the love. Of the world, eh? Oh man, or the first job they lose, or if something doesn't go their way, how are they gonna deal
0: with it? Not enough of you know, not if enough of resilience. Could you do you think you Like Let's say we had a time machine right And you could take Cullen Ooh. Back to your first day Um, On the job Fuck What do you think his reaction will be I don't know man Like him, him today Yeah You guys travel back in time and go Alright Cullen we're going to go see how it was yeah. back in that day. I want to show you what happened when I was your age. Let's go. My first day on the job. Fuck, that would be a crazy experiment, yeah. bro. I don't know how you'd deal.
1: I, he's a strong boy. I reckon yeah. he's, he's. I, th- I think he's got some, I think he's got some metal. Um, mm. And I think, I think he'd probably deal with it. I reckon he'd be cool with it. Um, I just, I don't know. Like first day
0: on that job experience, seeing that yeah. dead body it's it's a cool thought though yeah like imagine if you could do that how yeah. good would that be for people but i mean i think when oh we talk God. about showing these guys, like i'm um, trying to make them appreciate what we've done yeah to get to where we are now to give them the life that they have fuck, right now that's huge if you could do that fuck. yeah but like i think about that all the time like the only way to show them is if we had a fucking time machine. Yeah. But we know that's not possible. Right?
1: No. I think at time that they'll learn because when they start making. How to time
0: th- travel? Uh,
1: <laughs> or they start paying bills. As, yeah. soon, as <laughs> soon as the kids start paying bills, they start thinking, mm. oh. You mean the internet's not free? Uh, yeah. Oh, what? what do you mean? You've got to pay for water uh, and electricity? Yeah. Oh, and, and the gas to heat the water? Yeah. And then, oh, you got to pay for all that shit. Yeah. Where does that come from? Wait,
0: Dad, I thought we were cool. What do yeah. I have like to pay like, you know, I thought we were buddies, man. <laughs> hey, buddy, you know, like the world <laughs> fucking hates you, man. Well, you
1: know? <laughs> move into your own house and yeah. then start feeling the pain and yeah. that's where they start to feel the pain but it's, yeah, fuck. Man, you talk about your dad and your relationship as well. Like it was, mm. we, our family was mixed and, and, and because my dad was Afrikaans, mm. like he was, he was, because South Africa's got a, a big history and a rich history, you know. Initially, you talk about the true indigenous people of South Africa are actually the Bushmen, the Khoisan Bushmen. Yeah. They were on the west coast of the Cape and um, mm. they're a very small population. And what happened is the Jan van Riebeek, who was a Dutchman, he landed on the Cape and basically colonized South Africa. Yeah. And then, you know, there was his first step into the Cape, the Dutch went into the Cape and the Dutch essentially lived in peace with the local tribes African tribes they just lived they just did the thing they traveled around the country whatever mm-hmm. and then the British came the British were the English and then there was the the, the the Anglo-Boer war between the British and the Afrikaans and and then you know the Zulus and whatever but essentially English and Afrikaans were polarized so the English and the Afrikaans have always been polarized now my dad's family was all Afrikaans and my mom's family family was all English mm. and that was fucking hard bro because my dad's family fucking didn't want to know my mother's family because they were all English and there was like fucking war and then you know my my mother's family were like, what are you fucking marrying a Dutchman for? He's Afrikaans, like he can't speak English. But then because my elder brother was English essentially, because my mother married an English-speaking Polish guy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was the favorite, and of course, my younger brother and I—we were the fucking Dutchman's kids. So we were like, we were like the Afrikaans' kids, just because my dad was Afrikaans, We were just like, so it was terrible, bro. Like the polarized uh. family issues was shit, man. It was, it was, it was terrible. I don't know. I have no relationship with my mother's family whatsoever. Any of them, don't have any communication with any of them. And to be fair, my dad's family either because it was just easier to move on, you know. Yeah. So sadly for our kids, and this is the part of immigration that's hard, and this is why I'm so pumped that you've got that connection in New Zealand and your family. You guys can go back there. Mm-hmm. I have got nothing to go back to. Yeah. Dad's dead. Mom lives in England. I've got a brother there, but I've got no extended family. My kids don't know Africa. Fortunately, my wife's brother has got two kids, which are the cousins of you know my kids' cousins, and they know each other. And they still keep in touch, they message, they chat, they fucking TikTok, they do their thing. Yep. And we've been on holiday with them in Thailand before we went to Bali a couple of years back. And mm-hmm. um, so that's their connection. But in terms of their family, yep. that's their only family. Like they've got two cousins in Cape Town. That's it. And my mother occasionally. So for them, they're kind of the new generation of the family. So they're like a first generation family in Australia. So they'll grow up. We'll be grandparents. They'll have their kids, and hopefully, their <coughs> kids will have kids, and then they'll have cousins, and it'll grow. Yeah, but they don't have family in, in Africa, man. They don't. They don't know anyone there.
0: Fuck. Which is have they tough for them? Have they asked you, um Dad? Can you show us? Can you take us?
1: They've been you show me? us. Yeah, they have. Like they asked because they they know what I do, and they know what what it's like there, and they know. They all know that I said when when the kids were born. I said I'm done. I'm never going back. Mm. Because, and I explain it to them like this, it's a dangerous place, it's violent. If something happens to me, your mom's going to have to work the rest of her life to look after you. I don't want her to have to do that. Besides the fact that you'll miss me and then, you know, you won't have a dad. I'm like, it's a dangerous place. Same goes for her if she goes back. But um, I've always said to them that I would prefer them not to go with the dangers and and the dangers of how it is I said but when they turn 18 I'm not going to be able to stop them anymore if they want to go they can overlook themselves but Mm -hmm. I'd prefer that they don't go because I care about them too much it is dangerous bro like the murder rate and and even still if you have an accident the roads are crazy like the driving is mental bro no one fucking follows the speed limit it's mental and if you have an accident do you get access to Good healthcare, you know? Do you Mm -hmm. get an ambulance? Can you get to a hospital? Can you get to a good hospital? So it's... To me, it's not worth the risk, you know? They have asked. And they were like, oh, what's it like then? We'd be keen to see where Jay and Ollie live and they want to go see their cousins in Cape Town. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this.
0: Fuck. Uh, I saw too much shit there, bro. (sighs) Some... You know, we're planning on going back and seeing all my wife's family and stuff. Like... I kind of don't want the kids to see the same thing. I don't want them to see where we came from. Not not. They want bad. to see the good side. Yeah, I want. It might be good, bro. Yeah, not, I, th- I think it'll be good. Yeah, just there's part of me that doesn't want them to go back and see where we started, you know, because then they'll be like, oh, because the entitled life they have here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'd, yeah, you, I, you don't know how they'll respond,
1: but I, yeah, th- yeah. I think it did, it, you know, it. you show them humble beginnings and they go, oh,
0: okay, cool. One of two ways, eh? It they can, can be, go one of two yeah. ways. Exactly. Oh, cool! Like, ugh. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is where we lived. This is how life was, man. Mm. Fucking this is how life
0: was. I just, yeah. Sometimes I struggle with trying to make them see that the house that we live in right now was a dream. Yeah. You yes. Know? Yes. Uh, yes. To 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 me and their mum, yeah. like, we were fucking scraping by, man. Yeah. Um. And they'll never know what that's like. But I, I want them to see that, like, a dream can become true. Yeah, that's huge. And that's important. Because
1: like, same I say to my kids, you know, we, we worked hard to get you and we, we worked so hard for something that we thought that would be good for you. Mm. And that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a dream. And you you can dream. Yeah. You can dream and you can, you can go for your dream. So, you know, any of the kids want to... Come something special or end up somewhere or have something they can dream that's huge mm. kids need to know that too i think it'll be good for them too yeah. do, do you think it's um do you think it's how do you how do you think about the kids not being
0: totally immersed in in their whole their heritage their, their cultural culture. heritage yeah i um i've had this conversation with someone just recently like, like over uh, over messages because obviously this person lives back home. Yeah, and um, one of my good friends, man. I told, told him we're coming back and all that sort of stuff. And I, I said to, I said to this person that, um, I feel bad that, um, my kids don't understand the language. Yeah, um, and that, because my my friend, her kids, like are immersed in the culture and they're like um. Doing dances And dressed in the Samoan garb And all that kind of stuff And that's ingrained in schools Like Yeah You know back at home But here Like What the fuck is Samoan Yeah Um, And I said I just feel like Fuck they've lost culture But You know like We knew that was We knew we had to give that up To give them a better life here So it was kind of like What do you want What do you want them to have Culture and no future Or well, this is the way we looked at it anyway. Mate, I think you're right because you can always take them back now
1: and go, these are your beginnings. Yeah, This is where you came from, yeah, even though yeah, you weren't yeah. here. Because we were here, this is your route. Hmm. And pay respect to that and, and respect that route. Because, hmm. I mean, sadly, culture does get watered down because people do move and the world is an international place. But yeah. I think, I think with people that have got a rich cultural heritage, particularly like... You know, Samoa or Fiji where it's oh. it's an it's established, you know, like the kids can always go back to that and say, Well, this is where I'm from. These these are my people, you know, and then mm. and then hopefully they can appreciate because man, could you imagine
0: dropping oh. your kids off on that island with no internet, oh, no fuck, no man. electricity, no nothing and go The thing is my kids are half breeds, right? Like they're half Samoan, half Cook Island. Best of both worlds. I got some yeah. genes from either side of the pool, right? Mm. But problem is, you dropped them in Samoa, they don't know what the fuck's going on. They dropped them in Cook Islands, they don't know what yeah, the fuck's going on. true. So, you know, like... Yeah. But that's cool, though. Yeah. I mean, the world's
1: international nowadays. Mm. You yeah, know, it's a good thing. It's a good mm. thing. Yeah, our kids are... Our kids will grow up Aussie now, man. And they'll... They, you know, my son, his accent, like, he, he sounds Aussie. Fuck. So... And that's part of it. I don't want him to have that entitled, we are right, you know. You need to understand, hang on, the world... It's not only Australia, you know. We we, it's a mixed pot of everyone,
0: mm. because fuck, it was hard for us. Yeah, that's that's what Auckland was like. Like it's like a pot of all these all these different cultures. Like you, go, you know, yeah. like we talked about it earlier. Like Fijians, Samoans, Tongans, or and then they mix. You know, they breed. And then they've got half-breeds And then those breed With other You know yeah, and There's just so much Fucking culture there man yeah, that's, that, that's a good thing And a bad thing At the same time Waters down a bit of the culture Yeah mm, And then Obviously cultures Some cultures Don't see eye to eye Yeah There was a time um, This Dorman guy That I told you about That guy named foot yeah, yeah Foots yeah, yeah. He's Tongan And there was a time When Samoans and Tongans Couldn't talk to each other or we'd look at each other and we'd Just fucking violence. want to kill each other. Eh? Oh. There, there's this place, like the place where me and my wife are from, where we grew up in, in Auckland, Otara. Like it's called Otara, South Auckland. Um, There was an incident that happened years ago. Um, They call it the Otara Shopping Centre. That's what it's called. Yeah, But um, it became the like I think in the 60s or 70s, maybe even the 80s, I think. I'm probably butchering it, but 70s, 80s, yeah. uh, I, think, uh, I think it happened, where uh, I don't know if it was a Samoan guy or a, Tong, a Samoan guy that cut off a Tongan guy's head oh. or a Tongan guy that cut off a Samoan guy's head inside ah. the shopping centre in front of everyone. No, bro. Yeah, and that's Old why school. that's why our, our cultures never saw eye to eye for like fucking maybe a decade, a good decade Shit. after that. Obviously, I was born in the 80s, so yeah. like it, it had watered down. Yeah, And I was looking like bad teenager. before, but I mean, there was a time, bro, where Tongans and Samoans couldn't even be in the same room together, man, right. because it's of that proper old school rivalry, man. And That's I don't know what it was, yeah. yeah. That place was called Otara Shopping Center, they named it Otara Chopping Center because of oh, what happened, fuck. yeah, because Shirts. they, you know, that guy chopped off the other guy's head in front yeah. of everyone, man, fuck. yeah. But there was a time where. Like And it just tell, it shows you that our cultures have come so far. Like, It's a good thing. it's a good thing, man. Yeah. And that whenever I talk to this guy, it reminds me of that fuck and how far bro. we've come here. Oh, you, yeah,
1: you're tired of it, Yeah, that's...
0: It's out of it, here, Like It's crazy, man. Yeah, man. It is good. It'll it's be a, a good trip, man. Nice mm. for you
1: to wind back and see things, man. Yeah, what's, man. What's the plan? What's the plan for the future, bro? What's, what's the plan when you get back?
0: Oh, man, like I need to get this trip out yeah. of the way because... It's 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 about for me it's different it's yeah it's seeing family it's all that kind of thing but like we haven't since we landed bro haven't been back yeah um, and I need to go see people that that help support me um, leave. You know what I mean it's a big thing man because people people can be horrible when you want to go man yeah like you you get two two schools right yep. like the school that want to support you and the guys that say you'll never make it man oh fuck why are you leaving us yeah, man? why are you leaving man? Stay you, with us, you, better, up, you better you us. better than us now or, you know yeah I got a bit of that when I left bro um, especially when I left by myself fuck like people were, were saying oh you won't come back you're gonna start a new family man yeah, no. and, and people were saying that, like, oh, you're going to go start a new family. You won't come back for the family that you left behind. Like, oh, that kind of shit, <sighs> man. Fuck. It's a good thing, though. Because you, it, it fueled it, you know? Like, yeah. it made me, oh, you know what? You want to say that shit? Fuck you. I'll show you. I'll show you. Yeah, you, you, you. can't. Yeah. And that's what it was, man. So it's like this trip means a lot because, yeah, like I said, first time since we landed, I'll go back and meet. Um, just say thanks to the people that supported that's me. That's cool, man. And that's helped really us cool. leave. Namely, her family, man, like, did a lot to help us. They looked after her and the kids when I was gone for the three months, you, you know? did your own thing, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So it's a big one, man. Fuck. Oh, immigration's
1: a big thing, man. People yeah. do not pay it the respect. It's huge. People think it's luxury. You just land it. And it's part of the thing, you know? We live in Australia, and, like, my wife, some of her family, like, some her sisters and aunts, and mostly her sister and, you know I think because you live in Australia You're like a millionaire You're loaded mm. Fucking making Australian dollars You're mm. like Paying Australian tax 50% bro. <laughs> it's the same thing right Man You know,
0: Man, we'll you know that, That's how like Fucking Samoans Look at us Like if I was to fly back To the islands of my mum yeah. My mum will tell her village Oh he lives in Perth in Australia These guys haven't even Heard of Perth They know what Australia is bro. Where's Perth Or oh, they see his money Oh look at his clothes yeah. Can we have the t-shirt Oh you know Yeah they just think we're loaded, bro. But perspective, perspective. You know, perspective we we came from fuck. that. We came from that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? World's well, a funny
1: place. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with moving up, but I think you're right. It's like it is about perspective, because fuck, it's hard, yeah, man. It's mm. tough. It's Very tough. Right. You know, it's a beautiful place. Love it. It's um, but it's not without its challenges, man. Mm. It is hard. It is hard. But yeah, be interesting to see how. How you feel when you come
0: back after your trip? Yeah. That'll be cool. I'm a bit nervous, eh? Hope you
1: revitalize, bro. Full of energy, back yeah. to go again, man. It'll be good, man. <laughs> right. We get get back with the old mates in the gym, catch up with the boys. Yeah, yeah. man. Maybe visit City Kickboxing.
0: Yo, oh, bro. Like I, on my list of things to do, I need to go to Smack Gym. Smack is like. Uh, um, it's another kickboxing gym like really famous in New Zealand. Nice. A yeah. lot of a lot of really high high level kickboxers come from right. that. And then obviously the level up from that is city kickboxing. I don't yeah. think like I look on their social media and I, I, like if I was to book just a normal class, I don't think I'd get in. It looks right. like they're just packed to the rafters, man. Oh, Every on. class. Just because of Israel, you know? Of course, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, so I'd I'd love to be able to get in there and just do a session and take photos and shit, you know, like nah. fuck I was here, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Gotta go for a roll while you're there. Must oh, do. Yeah. I gotta go look for another gym. Take your gi, bro. Take
1: <laughs> <Back> the gi. <laughs> Don't leave home without the gi, man.
0: Yeah, my wife said, Nah, we're <laughs> taking your <laughs> gi, you're gonna I'm gonna fucking drop you off at a gym and you'll go roll there. I was like uh, Burn uh, some gas. Yeah, there. fuck it. Yeah, it was cool. That's cool, man. Well the yeah. pff- well done on the grading, bro. That's good, too. Thanks, That's man. That's good, too. That's good, too. I meant a lot, man. A lot of people don't know. Like, fucking, I started this 2011. Um, okay. And then I stopped. Yeah, you said that you had a break, eh? Yeah, started again last year, man. That's good, man. That's good. Mm. Fuck. Yeah.
1: Where did you start? Where were you when you started?
0: Um, New Zealand. There was a place called uh, Ground Control. Mm. What
1: a cool name! Yeah, what a cool name! Man. Fucking cool name!
0: Bro, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really. The cool. name was all they had. Oh well, well, yeah, man. Like fighters that came out of there, were like you oh. know, like oh well. Um, there's a UFC fighter that used to train there when he was a kid, and when he was a kid, he was like he, he like ground control was where he started. Uh, Shane, I think he's like a. I forgot his fucking name bro He, he actually got a contract for UFC from New Zealand a okay. Young kid man Fuck I, I off fo- I'm blanking on his name now But Shane something I forgot his name But I I, I I rolled with him When he was a kid And that's when he started He started from there But Not okay. many big names Came from there uh, Ground control That's where I started Ground control Got three tips on the white belt Like back in Fucking 2011 Bro and you gotta remember like Back then, the highest grade I ever saw was a blue belt. Fuck. All the instructors were all blue belts, man. Shit. And like fast forward to now, like yeah. when I walked into um, a, a submission factory, there's yeah. like like four black belts, fuck, six browns. Like everyone was purple and maybe two or three blues. Yeah. I was like the lowest rank on the mat all the time you know what i mean and i was yeah. like oh my god because back in the back back in 2011 like you, d- to see a black belt it would be Jean jacques machado or someone like yeah, that a lot of them back no, yeah, no no yeah, that's right and it was like lineage black belts you know the, those yeah. guys that came from america to come back to new zealand to teach to try and like up upskill the you know the purples or the blues that were there yeah um yeah you'd only ever see a black belt on a seminar and then you fast forward to now, and like they're everywhere now, you know, and yeah. that's just a testament to how the game's grown. Fuck, it's fucking
1: crazy. It's good, man.
0: And like, man, I, I I kick myself in the dick about it all the time. Like, should have kept up with it, you dick. It doesn't know? matter though. Yeah. At
1: least you fucking back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least yeah. You started. yeah, yeah. But Fuck.
0: I don't, like I try and just brush that to the side because timing. Yeah, you know, like um, I, w- I wasn't in the best fucking state of mind back then you know I was a young dad I didn't even know what the fuck I was I wanted to do with life and all that sort of shit Who does fucking when that young bro it's fucking crazy Mm. fuck yeah but here we are today bro (laughs) trade it up (laughs) done done (laughs) you think your kids would be king I don't know man don't know I took my son to a trial at at sub factory um he wasn't didn't okay. even know, th- nah. But that comes down to our conversation about adversity. Yeah. Um. Like he, because like I, I, I rolled with him and just took it easy and sort of put him in sort of certain positions. And like he was, like, oh, what do I do? Uh, and, you know, like, yeah, you know what I mean. And he wanted to get uh, out. See, that's why I think it's a good. You got to be in an uncomfortable position yeah. because if you don't test yourself
1: in an uncomfortable position how are you going to know if you get stuck there one day how do you get out because
0: we we spoke about this earlier like it's applicable to life man yeah you know adversity is everywhere eh? it is Um, and if you're comfortable that's that's a little good thing it's also it's a a bit
1: of a challenge and a push to achieve something as well it's Mm. like an effort to get somewhere you know you're putting an effort to get somewhere and to get something can't just fucking not work for something you've got to work for something
0: yeah
1: and i think if anything you work for it's it's more valuable to you in the end mm-hmm. so yeah my, my two sydney and uh and carter are probably starting next term as well at coringa yeah which should be cool yeah, yeah. fabio eh?
0: fabio what a legend man
1: good man good family man his wife barbara too she's lovely she's amazing She's so good with the younger kids too, and he—he he was part of GFTA. Yeah, yeah, I think that was his his business in the beginning, and then he split um, the businesses, I think, and he went on his own to Coringa, and then, but I think he still holds the
0: rights somewhere to GFT. I'm not sure how it works. Because um, I think Marcelo is the is the guy that's up there, and. Yep. Um, I don't I haven't I haven't asked him about it it's a, you know it's one of those subjects like oh, should I ask him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might kill me <laughs> <laughs> hey. because he can you know fuck <laughs> he might strangle uh, you yeah. oh, again <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man awesome bro that's wicked though yeah, yeah, yeah. to about that little girl and Carter gonna go and do this go and grapple a bit get something get some skills yeah. as long as they're doing something man gotta try and get the kids the best Know, just like you. Everyone wants their kids to do well. Yeah. You just want to throw whatever you can at them. Just, we didn't have it. So, fuck. Maybe
0: I should take it up too. It's time, I reckon. I think it's time, brother. You've it's been, time. oh, like, you know, like you've you've been talking about it for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's going to be balancing the
1: CrossFit as well. Like, mm. I might have to step back from the CrossFit completely. Because it's time and money, bro. Mm. You know. Exactly, man. You know, time and money. Don't have the time and the money to do both. Mm. so I'd rather maybe look at one for a while so
0: we'll see mm. it's time to make a few choices plus especially getting your getting you on a gear bro Ooh. yeah I'm gonna need a 4XL I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think we need <laughs> an A7 for you man <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell oh that'll be cool yeah. that'll be good I think brother, brother it's time. like fuck this has been like three and a bit hours man
1: Shit balls. <laughs> it's been good it's been good yeah Did man good
0: chat brother bro what are you Thanks for your time, man. Like, man, of course.
1: Yeah.
0: I think there's a there's a tomahawk calling us here. Holy shit!
1: Let's do that. <laughs> oh, tomahawk.
0: Bro, like if people want to find out more about you, man, where where what can they do?
1: Uh, I don't know, man. Just you uh, don't you don't really
0: post much, much I on I social. I keep a low profile.
1: You know me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my people know how to get hold of me.
0: <laughs> Those are the people that count. Yeah, know, man. Just so the ones good. that count eh? That's it brother thank you for your time man you're like welcome. i really appreciate this man I know you're a busy man But you know your father and stuff like that you could be doing a thousand things tonight and you too bro yeah, and you, too. you spent time with me thank you very much bro. thank you brother um do i push the fucking outro music <laughs> play it, yeah bro. we'll play it we'll play it yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks for having then. me bro thank you brother thank you brother Sweet, that awesome well. man yeah